The Courageous Coaching Podcast is hosted by Sophia Antoine, a certified life coach supporting women in their efforts to improve their self-esteem. Today, we're talking about life, relationships, and everything in between. Take it away, Sophia. Thank you for joining me for another episode of the Courageous Coaching Podcast. As you know, I am the lovable Sophia Antoine, and with me today is Jessica Rowe. She is a published author and aspiring speaker, and she is a person that I have known for quite some time. I've seen her flourish, and I've seen her grow, but you don't want to hear me babble on about her. You want to hear her babble on about herself. So Jessica, please go ahead and introduce yourself and tell the listeners all about you. Thank you so much, Sophia. I appreciate the opportunity. Thank you for allowing me to come on your podcast, on your show, and encourage and inspire people and tell my story. So, okay, it really was with me. I am, I'm like she said, I'm an author, I'm an aspiring speaker, and this all came about because I went back to school to get my degree, bachelor's degree, in 2010. I graduated in 2013 with a bachelor's degree in criminal justice. And my whole thing was um, to be an advocate for youth, for at-risk youth. Mm -hmm. I was doing my studies in criminal justice. I mean, I was learning about the law and everything, but one thing that really struck me and hit me was youth, at-risk youth, their environment and how they were, uh, were going to, you know, seeing probation officers, parole and all that type of stuff. And my thing was to be an advocate for youth who do come from areas that are not equipped with resources or who don't have parents or um, I should say guardians to really guide them and, you know, help them along the way in this world. So that was my whole thing. And while I was in school, I did a lot of volunteer work with at-risk programs here in uh, Los Angeles. And it was a great thing. It was an amazing feeling. I helped a lot of high school kids, uh, a lot of uh, college kids, and a lot of young women, a young uh, adult women kind of help, you know, see themselves uh, towards the way with their children and things like that. So that was a great thing that I was doing. And while I was in school, I, uh, you know, applied for jobs, sent out my resume. I mean, I had a job at the time, but it was just time for me to step outside of the, the cubicle and start getting out here in this world and start helping people. And like I said, to my heart, it was at-risk youth. So while I was doing the resumes and doing the interviews and things like that, Sophia, I wasn't getting any responses. You know, I wasn't getting any callbacks. I did interviews. I did second interviews. And I'm like, what am I doing wrong? What's going on? I mean, I went back to school. Um, you know, I'm a m- mother of, at the time, two young children. I'm married. You know, so I, you know, needed to provide more. So for my family and as well, like I said, the youth and, you know, pursuing a, a career for myself. So it's like, I'm doing what society says to do. I'm going to school, I'm getting that degree, I'm applying for jobs and things are not happening. And I fell into depression, anxiety, and it was very, very troubling for me. Um, and this was in 2014 where I started to have these feelings. And, and, and despite that, I still... After I graduated in 2013, 
I applied for, um, I did a, a, what was it, a UCLA extension out here in Los Angeles to get a, a certificate in nonprofit management because I was so into nonprofit. I loved it. So even though I was going through my sickness and my motion, I'm like, okay, I'm still going to keep going. I'm still going to go ahead. So let me apply for this program, do a year online certification program in nonprofit management. And still, Sophia, after I finished that, nothing, nothing was happening. And that anxiety and that depression just started to come on me and come about. And I was really in a, a dark place. And my husband told me, he said, the kids are wanting to know what's wrong with you. Why are you crying? And why, you know, you're not, you don't seem to be yourself. You know, what's going on? And it was at that moment when he told me that, that my kids was, you know, looking at me, mm-hmm. I had to get myself out of it. You know, I, I had to get out the anxiety. I had to get out of the depression. I, I couldn't let go on and let my kids see me this way. Because, you know, like I said, I was trying to do this for my family, for myself and things like that. So I'm like, it has to be another way. <laughs> you know, yeah. you know, so it, it has to be another way for me to get to a level where I wanted to be uh, in my life. And then I had to realize, you know, I had to get spiritual, you know, I had to get sit back and, you know, shut a lot of things down because I was doing networking events. I was just, just all over the place. And um, I just had to get spiritual. I had to um, seek out, you know, family and uh, friends and things like that to, you know, to help me out to get to the point where I needed to be. And so I was on a Facebook one day and I saw this uh, ad or advertisement or uh, someone has shared a group and it said, heal a woman to heal a nation. And I said, wow, heal a woman. I need to be healed. So let me go and see what this is about. What, what is heal a woman and heal a nation about? So I uh, went, got, was able to get into their Facebook uh, group, got in that group for, and this was in 2014, I started to get in that group, and those women in that group were just powerful, just wonderful. And and I had to, um, I saw that a lot of women in that group were going through the same things that I was going through, anxiety, depression. They've had some, you know, things that went on in their life. And the founders of that group, Heal a Woman to Heal a Nation, were just pulling the greatness out of us, all of the women there, and just basically telling us what you're going through is not the end. You know, you can overcome what you're going through. You know, you can you can get through it. You know, it, it can happen for you. So you just need to, you know, take that time, get around supportive people and loving people and nurturing people and come to our uh, annual uh, women's conference called Unlimited You, way in Baltimore. And I'm like, Baltimore? I'm like, I'm here in California. I said, I can't go to Baltimore, you know? And I'm like, this is like, wow, a a place where I need to be, but I, I don't think I can, you know, won't be able to make that trip there. So for the whole time of pumping up, the Unlimited You annual conference, there was a teleconference for it. 
and it was uh what was it five day a five day teleconference and it was just a lot of support and encouragement of telling you like yes you can be here yes you can come here do what it is that you need to do to get here to be healed to get here to be around your sisters and you know your family and things like that so i'm like okay let me let me let me think about it you know let me see let me go ahead and go and so i looked at my finances and i talked to my family my husband and my kids and things about that and they was like we you know based on the things that you've been going through you need to go you need to go and get healed get around the women in that area so you know they can assist you so they can help you so you can really fully come out of it and so that's what i did i even though i was hesitant shaking and my anxiety started to come back a little bit because i'm like this is a lot of money to spend to go to a place full of women that i don't even know you know i don't even know anybody out out here in baltimore i don't know anybody there and so i did it got on the plane i rented the car i got the hotel i got to pay for the uh fee to get into the conference and for two days it was wonderful it was a wonderful feeling and that is where i discovered entrepreneurship i discovered ways i can use my gifts talents and skills to uplift other women who particularly was probably in the same situation i was in or you know just to uplift them and motivate them to push more and do more and you know start their business you know become an entrepreneur be, be a business owner so that's basically how i ended up writing my book doing a book signing and then just really just growing and nurturing myself and you know paying more attention to to myself than i did anything else so that's basically almost in a nutshell you know how i was able like i said to uh uh write my book and publish my book and be an inspiration you know to other uh women through everything that i was going through it was for a reason i felt and it was for a purpose for me to birth what i needed to birth and so i can you know have what i needed to have out here you know asking my husband what's what's wrong with mommy you know why is she crying why is she not being herself why is you know she's not that fun like loving type spirit was going on with her and when he said that to me that is when i had to get out of that anxiety and depression because i'm like i can't have my kids see me like this and i know that what i'm going through is not the end you know it's only the end unless i say it's the end you know so i had to bring myself up out of that and so i was scrolling on facebook and i saw this uh advertisement and it said heal a woman to heal a nation and i said wow heal a woman i said i'm a woman i need to heal <laughs> let me look into this and see what's going on and so i was able to get in their uh facebook group and i got in that facebook group and it was what i needed mm -hmm. it was started by two women in baltimore maryland they were in uh it went to morgan state and it was just this assignment that they had to do and this assignment turned into at that time when i came across them a 12-year women's mm -hmm. conference 
and wow. they turned it into a nonprofit organization. And basically what Heal a Woman and Heal a Nation does is just basically pulls the greatness out of women. Women who were like in a situation that I was in, anxiety, depression, hopeless, you know, they're just coming to you like, no, sis, you can't get like that. You can't be like that. These, these are the tools and tips and advice you need. We're going to bring on other women, business owners, entrepreneurs who've been through different things, and they're going to help you get through it. Hmm. And so as I was in that group, I, they was loving on us, calling us sis, welcome home. And it was just like, yeah, yeah, okay, I needed this. And they were um, talking about their upcoming annual Unlimited You conference in Baltimore. Now, I'm in California, and I'm like, I don't know anybody personally in Maryland. I don't know anybody there. Right. But I know I need to be around these women. I know I need to be at this conference. And I started adding up my funds and everything. I'm like, oops, uh, I don't know. Maybe, <laughs> maybe, I don't know. Maybe let me see if I can watch it online or something right. like that. But in pre preparation for the uh, conference, they had a week-long telesummer, teleconference. So they brought different women on there and a lot of them were speaking like, look, don't let money hold you back from being here at this conference. Do what it is that you need, need to do to get here. And so when I um, heard that, I said, okay, let me go back to my finances. Let me see what I don't need this month or the next month. Let me see where I'm spending my money, where I don't necessarily need to spend my money. Mm -hmm. And so I made those changes. I made those shift and that adjustment. And I went out there to Baltimore. Awesome. When I got out there, they was just just warm, loving, hugging, welcoming. And I was the one, I came the furthest from, mm -hmm. from California to Baltimore because everyone was still in the area. But just being there in that conference and being around those women and doing the exercises and things that they had us do helped me feel a little bit more better. And that's when I learned, started to learn about entrepreneurship how to make a way out of using your gifts, talents, and skills that you already have. And so once I found out about that, I'm like, okay, maybe since I didn't do well, or not necessarily do well, but things didn't go the way I planned uh -huh. with my uh, degree, you know, maybe this is what God wants me to do. You know, maybe he wants me to serve in a another way and you know like they say it's not about what you want to do it's what god wants you to do so Absolutely. You know, like yolanda adams said you a vessel be open to him you know to what he's bringing to you so i'm like okay i'm gonna do this and people have always told me that i should become a speaker this was even way before i went back to school and i'm like okay so maybe this is something that I can do. I can be a motivational speaker or a transformational speaker. Maybe this is something that I need to do. And so it was a catalyst to help me to start writing my book, to help me start yeah. learning more about entrepreneurship, what you needed to do, doing the researching and the studying and things like that. And the person I needed to become and, you know, just a whole change. And that's why I called it a new level of a mindset. You know, I had to differently i had to change my thinking if i wanted to become a full-time entrepreneur so that's how i was able to you know get that book going and started and published awesome awesome so since you published the book have what 
have you seen different in your life? Have you gotten more speaking engagements? Um, have you met more women? I saw you had a book signing the other day. Tell me about that. How did that go? Yes, yes, at the book signing event. So someone had told me, they said, okay, you got the book. You're publishing a book. Are you going to have a book signing? I'm like, what? A book signing? <laughs> and I'm like, okay, let me look into doing a book signing. So I did what I needed to do, got the book signing going. I had a good uh, chunk of people to come out. Most of the people, you know, here that um, I'm friends with or follow me on Facebook. And, you know, it, it it was an amazing experience because I, I had speakers. I had guest speakers who oh, had wow. uh, read my book and they, I had them speak on how my book helped them to continue to go with the things that they've been wanting to do. And one of the uh, ladies that I had, I went to high school with her and mm. prior to the uh, book signing event, um, we had lunch and I asked her, I said, Oh, this is a good opportunity. Let me ask her. If she wants to be a speaker because she's a business owner, a, a e-commerce business owner. And I asked her, I said, you want to be a speaker at my book signing event? And she said, what? Uh-uh, no, uh-uh. I don't want to get up there and speak. I said, well, you know, you have a business, you know, you got to let people know what you do and you know, what's going on with you. And she was like, okay. I think about it. I said, no pressure, you know, and she was shaking as we was, we was talking about it. She said, girl, she said, but I know this is something that I need to do. She said, you pulling me out of my shell. You pulling me where I've always been in hiding. She said, I know this is something I need to do. So I contacted her a couple of days later and she was like, yeah, I'm going to do it. So I can you know, helped her, inspired her to get her up there. And my stepson, he wrote a book. Oh, wow. he had already had his book written, but him seeing me publish my book, uh, encouraged him to publish his. And he he called me and then to ask me questions about it. And like two weeks later, he had his book published ebook. And he said, seeing you really motivated me to finally get my story out there. And at the book signing event, there were it was one lady. She was in tears because she wanted to start her business so bad, but it was a thing of her always helping family out. Family, they need me here, they need me there, they pulling me here, they pulling me there. And she said, I wanna start my business so bad. She said, Jessica, how did you get over, you know, how do you tell people, no, I can't help you, you know, and move on and do the things that you need to do. And Fortunately, I had a lady in the audience who was a um, who is a um, life coach. Oh, and I wow. right over to her. She spoke to her. They connected, and now she's her helping her say no to her family so she can move on. You know, pursuing her dreams and goals of uh, starting her business. Well, I guess I got a little bit ahead of myself. So tell me, what exactly is the book about? Let us know what it's about okay. and who you're helping in the book. Okay, my book is it's for aspiring entrepreneurs because as I was looking and researching and studying um, entrepreneurship, I realized, hey, I'm an aspiring entrepreneur. I'm aspiring to have my own business. I'm aspiring to help other people with the things that I know. And so I was always looking for, uh, I guess, a hub or a group or something for aspiring entrepreneurs specifically. And I would be on um, different podcasts or um, Periscopes or Facebook Lives. And I would listen to coaches talk to people about 
the way they need, you know, how they need to be in order to get to a level where I am as a coach or in my success. And from what I saw, a lot of people mentally, they just were not there. They see the dollar signs, they see the freedom, Mm -hmm. but mentally they were not there. And so in my studies, I realized you you had to have these characteristics to become a full-time entrepreneur. And so that's what the book is about. I talk about having a growth mindset. I'll talk about building confidence, taking risks, staying creative, (laughs) Uh, staying focused and staying disciplined and getting support. And so it's dedicated. I put the dedication to aspiring entrepreneurs, telling them like, you know, hey, this this is not all of it, but this is enough to help you push you and get you started so you can continue to do what it is that you need to do when as you want to start your business and you know what that's so important because as we were saying before we even started the interview just getting started and Mm -hmm. staying the course Mm -hmm. is so important because you can so easily get discouraged you can so easily get sidetracked and then all of a sudden you're not doing any anything anymore because um I used to get so down. I was like, you know what? Throw the whole business away. I don't want it. I, I'm t- <laughs> Listen, I have thrown my business away faithfully oh, every wow. day uh-huh. for the past six months. But, <laughs> but I go pick it back up again. Okay. And okay. I- starting and stopping. Starting oh, and stopping. Yes. Okay. I threw the whole business away. Uh-huh. See, this is the this is the throwaway day. This okay. is the, <laughs> this is the time of day I threw it away. <laughs> but um playing like it ain't never happened. That's but right. definitely um I can understand the need for that because that encouragement is so necessary. So I commend you cuz I honestly didn't even know what the book was about, but it mm-hmm. makes sense now. Mm-hmm. It totally makes sense that you were that you were encouraging other entrepreneurs. Um so I might have to get that for myself. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's just you know, uh, it give you that push, that nudge. You know, when you feel like you want to give up, you know, and that's what I had to do. I had to say, okay, well, you need to get more focused. You need to get more disciplined. You need to get around. So, uh, uh, have you a good support system? You, you know, you can't have your mind stuck and fixed and things like that. You know, you want this for yourself. You mm-hmm. know, it's possible keep going at it, you know, take your breaks, you know, take, take your time off, you know, but get back on it and, you know, just go until you finish that one thing, because, you know, Sophia, many of us have a million ideas that we want to get out there, you know, but it's just about getting that one started and then yeah. move on to the next. You have to you get that first one and start generating revenue with that first one so it can fuel the second and the third and so forth. Mm-hmm. So you're absolutely right. Um, in regards to your children now, now that they've seen you um, become published, like mm-hmm. you said, your, your stepson said he got his out within two weeks. Do you see a difference in their perseverance and the things that they do? Well, you know, especially with my stepson, because my stepson is autistic. So oh, oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. I, I totally see uh, a, a difference in him. And now my children, Sophia, they really motivated me. Inspired mm-hmm. me. My daughter, 
Um, I didn't even know she had it in her when it came to acting. Now, I wanted her to do something fun for the summer, and we saw this acting program. This was about four years ago for the summer, and I asked her, I said, you want to do this? She said, yeah, and she went to the um, acting camp for the summertime, and at the end of the six weeks or eight weeks, you know, they put on a little play and things like that, and she had a part in it. I'm like, oh, that's cute. I'm going to see my little baby girl, you know, get up here on stage. And Sophia, when we got there, my daughter killed it. Okay. In amazement at her courage, her strength, her confidence and things like that. I mean, she got on that stage and she did the part that she had. And the instructor said, has she studied somewhere before? Has she? I said, no, this this is her first time. I'm just <laughs> as much shocked as you is. So seeing my daughter continuously, and this this would be her fourth year. She's going to do it for the summer. And she gets, you know, better and better and better. And so just seeing her, you know, really encouraged me to move forward with what I wanted to do. And right. my son with music producing. I thought again it was just something fly by night or you know, something he just wanted to do on the side, but he continues to do it. He made me a track. I asked him to make me like a little soulful, jazzy track. And he, with the little materials that he have, you know, the software, he made me a track. And he's like, I want to go to school for this. This is what wow. I want to do. So it's like my younger children really influenced me. They were in a, a big influence on me uh, publishing a book and, and getting it done because I was really looking at them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And that's amazing, too, because you never know how strong and how resilient these children are, what they have in them until you actually put them to the test. Mm -hmm. So that's good. So it it seems like y'all are all supporting each other. Yes. So Mm -hmm. that's amazing. Um, So let me ask you, with Mm -hmm. all y'all family of famous people, (laughs) how do you spend time? Do you carve out time to still have family time, so to speak, do you still make sure y'all have and maintain that connection? Yes, I do. We were out, uh, as a matter of fact, uh, yesterday on Saturday. We spent the whole day together. And it's normally when my husband gets a day off, like a weekend off or sometime, because he works the graveyard shift. He works, you know, at night and he doesn't get off until the morning and things like that. When I see that opportunity, or sometimes I make that opportunity for us. It's like, okay, even if it's a Friday night, we going out to eat or something like that. We make time, you know, to do that. So it's, that is definitely um, a very important, you know, if you have family and, you know, children and, you know, husband and things like that, even though, you know, us as women, because there are a lot of us women who are coming up being entrepreneurs or aspiring entrepreneurs. Right. We have to keep that time for our family because, I mean, all in all, they are my number one supporters. They listen, or I should say make them listen. (laughs) 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 You know, that I want to do or that I'm thinking about or whatever, but they they help at the book signing event. So I had them a table. They had the signage. Mm -hmm. My husband took the payments and stuff for the books and things like that. And afterwards, we went out as a family, you know, and we had dinner. So it's, yeah, I do make time. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're your first workers, I think. They're, they're your first employees. Mm-hmm. So that's good. That, that's and I really pay good. them too. I, I, I pay my daughter for all my little uh, Facebook um, flyers and things of that nature that you've seen. She's uh-huh. <laughs> so, okay. uh, well, that's a graphic designer. That's good. That, that's really good because I think um, – Sometimes we as entrepreneurs forget and we keep trying to do things all on our own mm. and we're not using our resources, which are our spouses and our children. And, mm. you know, they can chip in and do something too, because they're definitely going to benefit from it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So have them chip in and, and do something too. So next, my question is this, how do you care for yourself as an entrepreneur? Because like you said, it can get stressful. It can get strenuous. So what do you do? How do you practice good self-care? Well, at my job, um, on my breaks and my lunches, there's an area, and I'm so blessed for this area, there's an area outside where there's trees, the grass, and the sun, and the wind, and the water fountains, and the little uh, brick uh, area seating. I go out there. I make sure I go out there Twice, uh, what is it? Three times. I have two breaks in the lunch. So mm. when the weather is wonderful and good, and it's actually a, a, a big enough area where I can do some walking if I want to get some exercise in for that time, I do that. Or I'll go on my break at four o'clock, uh, my uh, my time, and I'll sit out there by those water fountains, and I just close my eyes and I just meditate. So I use though that opportunity not to. You know, when I take my break just to chill and be on the phone or, you know, thing, try to make phone calls and things. No, th- that's my time. And sometimes on the weekend, I can say, hey, I'm going to the store. I'll be back. I'm going shopping. I'll be back. And I just go by myself and play my little music in my car, get to the store and walk around, spend as long as I want. You know, because my kids are older now, you know, that I can leave them at home. So, that's the time I, t- I take for myself to take, you know, for self-care. Right. Good. I'm glad to hear that because most people don't have a plan. And um, being that I'm a coach for, for women and a coach for, mm-hmm. for people pleasers and stuff, it's like those people don't think about what happens when my well runs dry. Mm. So it's it's very encouraging to hear that you have a plan and you know how to get away because mm-hmm. we try to do it all and we try to to conquer the world and we're doing it all empty. Mm-hmm. And that's where the depression and that's where the anger and everything comes from. Mm-hmm. And it's so easy, like you said, to get discouraged as an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. That's why they need your book. And they have to know that you have to detach sometimes. Yes. You have to refill. You have to recharge. You have to renew. And it's it's just amazing. I'm so glad that I had the opportunity to talk to you. It wasn't without its difficulties, <laughs> but I thank God that I was able to talk to you and help you get that out. Now, for anybody who wants to purchase the book or for anyone who wants to connect with you, how can they do that? Uh, they can follow me on Facebook. Uh, my name is Jessica, J-E-S-S-A-C-A, Roe, R-O-W-E. You can follow me, friend me on Facebook. I'm pretty open about, you know, accepting a friend requests on uh, Facebook. Now, if they want to uh, purchase the book, they can go to Amazon.com 
and you can type in my name, Jessica, J-E-S-S-A-C-A, Rowe, R-O-W-E, and a new level mindset that'll pop up. And I'm also on Instagram, um, a new level, well, not a new level, new level mindset. It's just new, N-E-W underscore level, L-E-V-E-L underscore mindset, M-I-N-D-S-E-T. Awesome. Awesome. So uh, with that, Jessica, I thank you so much for taking your time to speak with us and tell us about your book and where we can find you because we're definitely glad to support a fellow entrepreneur. And I wish you the best in all your endeavors. And anytime you have anything launching, you or the superstar kids, <laughs> you come on back. Okay. <laughs> and okay. I am, I'll be glad to have you. Okay, I appreciate that, Sophia. Thank you so much for the opportunity for uh, me to speak my truth and hopefully help someone else to be able to speak their truth and start acting on their desires of pursuing their goals and their dreams. Absolutely. It's my pleasure to have you. Okay. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Courageous Coaching Podcast. Feel free to call in with comments and questions anytime. The number is 786-749-TLAK. That's 786-749-8255. Call us and let us know what is on your mind. Until we meet again, be courageous.